0: Welcome to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, the number one sports uh, book app in the entire country. Check it out in the entire world. All right. Now, joined by the big dog, I affectionately call the big dog, Mr. Brody Dryden. Big dog, how you doing,
1: my man? Pretty good. Thanks for having me, Mike. It's a, a pleasure to be back on the pod.
0: All right, so you were there on in the trenches. I was up in the press box.
1: <laughs> but not we, we, all, we can't all be as cool as you, Mike.
0: Well, we also don't get to all call games from courtside as well, so I'll put it <laughs> to you like that. But, and again, already got a bunch of comments coming in. Back the A, Kobe Thiel, Pie. we're going to get all of that. And then, uh, by the way, KB Thiel, was that Brody I heard on the pregame the other day? If so, sounded like it.
1: Brody, you want to confirm? Absolutely. I I can confirm. Doing it with uh, Kyle Quinn, he's uh, a a great, um, you know, from uh, playing in the late Stoops, early Rich Rod uh, era. And I've been doing it with him, so it's been a good time this season. So yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, let's talk this game, though. You were sitting in the trenches, though, around a bunch of Bison fans. And first of all, I will give them, I'm going to give them this. Um, they definitely traveled very well. I will give them that. I was also incredibly annoyed though. And I will, I'll tell you this, I've never had this happen. I was going up in the elevator into the press box and uh, this guy who was with the bison, he just kept hitting me in the arm saying, go bison, go bison, go bison. (laughs) And I'm like, finally, I just said, dude, don't touch me. And then like the, uh, was funny, the security guard uh, in the, uh, in there, she said, sir, I've already told you to stop touching people like that. And I was like, I've never he's, seen that. He's guy. a repeat
1: offender. That wasn't.
0: Dude, his he's verse. a repeat offender. And I just wanted to say, dude, and at that point, I'm like, man, I really hope Arizona wins, which they did. Arizona wins, uh, they're now two and one on the season. I think everybody, and I think Lawrence Castillo puts it perfectly here. Two and one is pretty amazing. Great job. Big dog, if I told you before the season that the cats would be two and one going into conference play, what would Brody Dryden think?
1: I mean, you can't ask for better, honestly. Going into the season, I think there were definitely possibilities or, you know, thoughts that it could start out 0-3, uh, right. considering how last year went against San Diego State at home, and then going into San Diego, playing them, in, you know, in that first stadium, obviously took care of business there. I mean, uh, I, the one loss being Mississippi State, uh, that, I'll, I'll, I'll take that any day of the week, you know, right. because um, – yeah, two and one going into conference play, and now you got a couple, uh, you know, favorable matchups uh, mm-hmm. ahead. Cal, I mean, it's going to be their homecoming game, but still, uh, you know, it's not like you're USC. They're they're facing, or I mean, ASU. They're they're facing a- uh, USC, Washington, um, mm-hmm. and and Oregon. Oh, they've got like a gauntlet that.
0: right now. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it's kind of like a, you know, I feel like Arizona has a pretty good. Um, early conference schedule lined up for them starting out two and one I mean you really can't ask for much better it's been it's been great to see and especially coming off a a win like that I think you know if you lose two in a row you you drop Mississippi State then lose at home to North Dakota State you're in a lot worse position going on your uh, first away conference game of the season and make no mistake North Dakota State's
0: good I like to I like Trolling their fans, but that's a team that that's absolutely a power five level team that would win a lot of games in the pack. They were big. They they were dude. It was funny. I was on uh, uh, field level, like when they started coming out, you know, out of the locker room, and I could, I mean, you know, if you if you were there, you saw it. They were bigger than Arizona. And again, that's not a, you know, a condemnation on Jed Fish. This is his first year here. That's a program that's been rolling now for, you know, quite a while. But that was a big group of guys that could absolutely play. So make no apologies on that win. Arizona fans deserve it. Um, Let's start with Jaden Delora, though, right here. And – I had a, I overheard something in the, uh, that I thought was interesting. He said, you know, Jaden Delore says he's going to make some mistakes, but he's going to be able – he's got the talent. He's got the capability to be able to keep you in every game, to be able to win some games. And Big Dog, in that fourth quarter, man, he made some big-time throws right there. And it's just obviously no disrespect to previous quarterbacks, but Arizona hasn't had somebody like him in quite a while.
1: Absolutely. And I feel like one thing – last year with a, a few different guys that you put out there week after week, it was kind of like, you know, you knew what you were going to get and it wasn't going to be that much different than the, the previous week where I feel like Jaden Delora, even, I mean, facing different teams in Mississippi state and North Dakota state, I, I think uh, the, the coachability is, is definitely there because Jed Fish talked about it in press conferences, you know, uh, questions from the media in terms of, uh, pressure on Delore to run the ball when he's right. got the opportunities and, and things like that. I think he took a lot, um, not necessarily because the media asked or anything, but you know, it, it learned from some of the mistakes, watched the, the film for Mississippi State, and I feel like he capitalized on a lot of those opportunities um, against North Dakota State. So I think that's already promising early on in the season. I mean, this is a guy who's still young. you know. I think right. he came in. You know, he's got the accolade as the reigning Pac-12 freshman mm-hmm. of the year. So there's kind of the, this uh, baggage, I suppose, like, all right, th- this is the guy. But he's still really young. But for him to be uh, coachable um, or, you know, really seeing that improvement from one week where it was a little bit tough there uh, to, you know, getting the win, making those great throws, improving in a lot of those aspects, I, I think it's a, a great start for him this season. <laughs>
0: And, you know, he said, and Jed Fish said before the season, he said, you know, we're going to play a lot of freshmen this year, and we're going to play a lot of freshmen a lot. And, you know, you always – I mean, you've been around the game a lot, Brody. It's a, a lot of times you, you'll you hear coaches say that, you know, it's to either keep the roster happy or whatever the case may be. Jed Fish is playing a lot of freshmen and he, newcomers, and he is playing them early. You look at it, uh, Jaden Delora, a newcomer, obviously. Jonah Coleman's getting a ton of carries. We're going to get to Big Jonah there in just a second. Tanner McLaughlin, our guy – who maybe we might be looking at the first tight end since Grob Gronkowski that's a formidable threat out there or is at least being utilized. TMAC. We, you know, we can keep going on and on down the list. But it's impressive to do what they're doing right now, Big Dog, with the fact that you've got so many newcomers out there and so many guys that are 19, 20, 19, 20 years old. I mean, that's that's some good stuff right there. Yeah, I uh, Yavapai Duke, great point, and we're going to get to him next. But Jacob Manu, again, that – There's a lot of good stuff going on right here.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I think it's a a testament, and um, you know, I think some people are out there wanting to slow uh, the praise on what this coaching staff has done, and I, it's a cliche that every single coaching staff across. Um, I guess any sport across any professional college, you know, they talk about the, the culture and they want to have a great culture. And that's the key to a, a great program. But it's one thing to say it in the press conference when you're hired or, right. you know, right. early on in the, te- in the tenure. But I think that's a testament to the culture that Jed Fish and his staff has brought because it takes that, a, a really good culture, to bring in a lot of different guys from different areas. Uh, from different schools, put young guys, older guys, uh, grad students all together, and and make them a, a cohesive unit because it's a gamble, or it can be a gamble if if things are unsteady or uh, not everyone is bought in, and, and mm-hmm. it, it's just kind of
0: and where is every man for
1: itself? Kind exactly. Of so I, I think it's just a, a testament to what they've done in terms of that culture. Um, you know, I I wonder that sometimes where it's like. All right. What is good culture? Is that, you know, because if you go to a job and it's like, oh, yeah, we do pizza at lunch once a month or something. And you're like, well, that I mean, you're saying it's good culture, but it's not really. I feel like we're seeing it in practice and it's actually happening with this Arizona team. They're a cohesive unit and the culture is responsible for that. Yep, job culture means everything because you get the most
0: out of your employees, and you know what? Uh, it just fosters it fosters a sustainability all the way around. Big dog, have I told you about the DraftKings sportsbook app? Code word PHNX. Uh,
1: a little bit, but I think I need to hear more, Mike.
0: Okay, so here's the deal. Right now, and this is for just new customers, though. You can put down five bucks and you can get $200 in free bets instantly. You might say, Mike, that couldn't possibly be true. It is true. And guess what? I'm going to tell you something a little bit, even more. You can also experience the thrill of if your team is up 10 at any point during the game, you get that money immediately. It's that simple again. So you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and then use code word PHNX, very important PHNX. That's promo code PHNX in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. There's two NFL games on today. Why in the world would you not be part of the DraftKings Sportsbook app? Also, want to give our good friends at More Furniture a uh, big shout-out. M-O-R Furniture. They've uh, put together the entire uh, uh, PHNX uh, uh, office. Looks really sharp, really smooth. Big thanks to them. Check them out at morefurniture.com. And you know what? These things, Brody Dryden is actually six foot eight. He tries to tell people that he's only six, seven. He's not. He's lying to you. He's six foot eight. And they have kind of furniture for all size of people. People like me who are about four foot one and people like Brody who are about six foot eight. Check <laughs> it out. Morefurniture.com. All right, big dog. So now let's talk about, let's talk a little bit about um what just kind of all right on the defensive side of the ball you and i have watched we watched the rich rod era and i was actually I, i'm i'm a fan of rich rod i'll be honest with you i was more than, i was more than okay with it but the one thing about it though is that the defense always seemed to kind of crumble at the end you were going to have to win games 49 to you know 38. Uh, Sumlin, there was nothing good really about the Sumlin era. So, But what we've seen from Johnny Nansen through three games with this new look defense is, yes, they're going to give up some points. They're going to give up some yards for sure. But at the same time, they're also forcing turnovers, seven turnovers through three games. And these have been some huge turnovers there, Brody, when they've absolutely needed it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've been super impressed by Uh, johnny nansen because that was a a kind of a risk or you know just an unknown i I guess when jed fish initially brought in don brown it was like all right this guy has been around the block you could tell right away he's the guy johnny nansen a little bit more unknown but he's certainly you know through the non-conference slate uh proved himself as a good defensive coordinator so far he's got his guys um playing well I i mean you know, he's got, he inherited a, a great group of, um, you know, secondary uh, as well between Christian Roland Wallace mm-hmm. um and Christian, Christian Young, Young
0: and, Jackson, Jackson Turner. Jackson
1: Turner. They, they, I mean, that trio right there has just looked uh, so phenomenal. I and mean, it's uh, a lot better than last year too. You know, yes. I, I think that was one of the highlights from last year. Uh, if, there was one was the defense, you know, looked solid, but the offense just couldn't get anything done. Right. But they, they even look like they, especially those three took a, a huge step. You get Hunter Eccles out of the uh, uh, transfer portal, uh, Paris Shands lo- lo- looking really good. I mean, th- this defensive unit uh, really has been impressive and that was, you know, I don't love the bend, don't break, uh, bend, <laughs> but don't break term. But in right. the second half, that's sort of what happened. And, it was a, a rough third quarter. I think North Dakota State put up fourteen, uh, two, two touchdowns in the mm-hmm. third quarter. But then in the fourth quarter, that's when they they kind of turned things up. And you you kind of get worried because they did look a little bit tired out there. You see some hands on the hips and and, and, and stuff like that. But then, you know, when they needed to, um, whether it be coaching, uh, you know, the mentality or what, whatever they did, they, they really turned things up and, and stopped. Uh, the Bison uh, when they needed to most at the end of the game.
0: Do you think any of the Bison fan w- went to Bison Witches after their loss?
1: Hey, I, I think they got out of Tucson as fast as possible. Or if they went to Bison Witches, they uh, they changed into some more neutral colors. Because maybe they change
0: cause, into, or maybe they changed into their back the a t-shirts.
1: Hey, I mean, if you were selling those out of uh, right outside Arizona Stadium, Mike, I think they'd uh, go off like could make make a pretty good, make a pretty good profit right there. Absolutely. You mentioned
0: Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. You mentioned Hunter Eccles. You know, what's another weird thing about watching it. And again, I don't mean this in condescending terms because, but it's just what we've seen. Jed fish has a little bit of a pass rush right now between Hunter Eccles, who has been an absolute monster. Jalen Harris really emerging off the edges as well. They've been able to cause some problems for the quarterback again. You know, Arizona has been run on that's for sure. But at the same time, the defense is stepping up in ways that we haven't seen before, Brody.
1: Yeah, they, they really have. And that was scary when Jalen Harris went down He got carried over into – I don't know if we ever got details on what happened to uh, to Jalen Harris during the game because that, that looked scary, his, his shoulder or whatever. I don't know if they just had to pop it back into, into place or, or something um, during the game. But it was nice to see him get basically right mm-hmm. back out onto the field but yeah they really do I mean the next step is solving the uh, you know stopping the the run game but it's nice to see with and I I will say going into the season you know be uh, between Keon bars Paris Chan Jalen Harris I think that was an expectation so it's right. definitely a good thing that they're uh, they're meeting I think Hunter Eccles was uh, sort of a question mark you know you, you could put some high expectations. Mm-hmm. There. But you never what know is, for guys you, that haven't yeah, played a ton, you know? Exactly. You never know. But that's just been like a, a perfect surprise. And, you know, talking about the Jalen Harris injury, I feel like Arizona, and knock on wood here, has been relatively good health-wise, you know? Right. And I think that's a, a huge blessing that shouldn't be overlooked. Is It seems like um, Arizona can get hit with a, a bad injury bug in, in the past years at certain points. But uh, let's hope that stays uh you know as it's going and I, I think they're lucky there where were your what
0: were your expectations going into the year Brody I don't I can't remember how many wins were you looking for
1: I think I was looking for uh, like four you mm-hmm. know I right. um because the the betting lines mainly had it at two and a half right mm-hmm.
0: yeah DraftKings Sportsbook app code word PHNX
1: yeah, and I think I was hoping for four. and I felt on the more optimistic side, and now I'm saying, hey, let let's go to the Las Vegas Bowl. You know, I, uh, <laughs> I I Oh think man, that, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, and uh, specifically the Las Vegas Bowl. I got the chance to talk to uh, none other than Willie Chuitama um, last no way. week. Yeah, it, it was a it was a great time. Um, he was on the pregame show with us, and you know we were talking about how in his heyday when he took Arizona to the Las Vegas Bowl and they beat BYU in 2008 and that kind of sparked you know an upward trajectory in the Arizona football program Mm -hmm. where it it wasn't before that you know and that that led you know after the Mike Stoops era Rich Rod came in I'm not saying there's a a coaching change that is, is necessary there but you know it just led to Nick Foles and um, just some exciting times, bowl games, holiday bowl, uh, stuff like that. And, and obviously, in recent years, it went right back down. But something like that, where if this is a season where Arizona can scrape out six wins, make it to a lower level bowl, um, you know, everyone wants the the Rose Bowl. Everyone wants the the New York uh, baby New steps Year's here. baby steps. Yeah, exactly, baby steps. And I, I think we're seeing this team move in a really positive direction. So I think uh, four was before this season. Now I, I'm still optimistic. I'm hoping for six here.
0: So you're back in the eight of the term of to, uh, to the tune of six wins. I like that absolutely. Buddy. Well, we're gonna look at that schedule here a little bit. Uh, first of all, two things I want to tell you about Four Peaks Brewery, the official brew of PHNX. Mm-hmm great stuff going on you can go there they have cardinals watch parties they have all kinds of different things going on there great stuff and again um go join the, go well i mean it was tough to watch him last week but you know watch the cardinals and but again uh check out all the, the link in the description and you must be 21 or older enjoy responsibly and another thing our good friends at tap and bottle we're doing every away uh, uh, away game watch party this year 2 30 this saturday uh, come and join us downtown, uh, me, Scott, and Rebecca. Big Dog, any chance you might show up?
1: I wish I could, but I'm out of town, Mike.
0: Oh, All right. All right. I'll let the Big Dog slide on this one. Are you going up to the game?
1: No. No, I'll just be in Phoenix, unfortunately. Oh, going up be- to Phoenix.
0: Anybody up there you
1: know? The the inferior Arizona City, Phoenix. Right. Okay. I saw you retweet
0: me yesterday. I like that right there. But yeah, uh, join us Saturday, though. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Now going forward then. So you got California, you got Colorado coming up. I expect Arizona to blast Colorado. Colorado, I'm not even making too much fun on them, but I'm going to cuz we've been there, we know that game, we know how that works. Um Arizona is a much superior team to Colorado right now and with uh you know, now with California, California is tough, but California is beatable. If Arizona is able to come back from that California trip, and being three and one, big dog. All of a sudden, you start looking at a bowl game as being a real, real possibility. And Jed Fish is a possible uh, conference coach of the year candidate.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I see, I see Cal as a win uh, this weekend. I, I think um, the I momentum. Like yeah, I, I'm definitely taking the Cats this weekend. Like you said, Colorado uh should be pretty easy, and uh, then that's when Arizona runs into the tough stretch because then they go Oregon, Washington, USC right. all in a row. I think it's good they're not in ASU's position where they're starting off conference play, especially in the position that their entire program is right now. Um, that That is uh, a pretty bad draw, but Arizona is still going to have to face that gauntlet here in a couple uh, weeks and then Utah uh, after all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, at the end of the season, ending on uh, at home against Washington state, then at home for the uh, territorial cup. I, I feel like those are two very w- winnable games. And I think that's where I put uh, my, my six wins at least where I see right now. So, and who knows, you know, Arizona, you remember that, you know, they love to um, spoil Oregon. And mm-hmm. so Oregon's going to be, uh at home uh on october 8th and so who knows their upset uh, isn't out of the question with this team so we'll right.
0: see all right now brody let me uh so you mentioned asu we're gonna make fun asu a little bit here um i, love it. I had a lot of, i had a lot of people over the years that were telling me especially when arizona football wasn't doing well and you know arizona basketball is struggling mike why do you always support dave hickey uh Here's why I support Dave Heakey. First of all, he's a great dude. Second of all, Dave Heakey gets it. He gets the big picture of things. He gets having a stable athletic department, top and bottom. You look at what he did with the Tommy Lloyd hire, which I think everybody would acknowledge was an A+. Yes, the Sumlin hire didn't work out, but he quickly realized that. And what he was able to do then is bring in a guy who, unlike Sumlin, totally wanted to be here. And you, and then people will bash uh, President Robbins, saying, "Oh, he's really involved there. He cares too much." I will take those t- uh, those two mentalities every single day of the week over what you got going on at ASU, where you've got a, you know, where you've got a coach, or a, excuse me, an athletic director who isn't making great hires right now. I think that that's fair to say. And you got a president who certainly doesn't care as much as Bobby Robbins. I will take what we have at Arizona every day of the week, and I will run with that big dog.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, it's just a testament to, you know, the time as well that's been put in because it wasn't Mm -hmm. necessarily an overnight flip of the switch because uh, when Dave Heakey came uh, to Arizona, things were – there were a lot of question marks, a mm-hmm. lot of places. And, yeah, it might have taken a, a mistake in, in Kevin Sumlin. But, yet again, we always say nobody questioned it when he was hired. Everybody loved
0: the Sumlin hire. There wasn't one person that said that's a bad hire. Exactly. So, I, I think
1: that I, – I loved I, – I think it was when um, Chip Hale was hired. And mm-hmm. uh, Dave Heehy he kind of said that, you know – He's He wants coaches and, and people in Tucson that want to be in Tucson, that, you know, want to represent the University of Arizona. They're not, uh, it's not a, a place to be used as a a step um, right. in their it's career. It's not a place to collect a paycheck and just do,
0: yeah, go through the motions.
1: Exactly. So I think we're, you know, the athletic department is in a really good uh, place in, in that department just because. Um, you've got a lot of promising new young people, a lot of uh, alumni connection and just people who want to be there. And, and you could see the results starting to happen for the football team. Basketball is coming off a, a great year. Uh, women's basketball is having a, a great year, uh, you know, and, between softball and baseball chip Hale and caitlin though you can't ask for much better representatives um for those programs i mean golf is doing pretty darn well both men's and and mm-hmm. women's it seems like just up and down the board uh things are in a good spot right now
0: yeah and uh, just a question a lot of people are asking me about uh, speedy luke aka fam on the show um Talking with some people, i.e., KB Thiel posting right here, and what I just saw on Twitter, it appears that uh, Fam's going to be okay. I'm not sure if he plays this week, but it seems more precautionary. Should be okay. Also, it was nice to see Fam get that nice little run right there during the game as well.
1: So, oh yeah, he's he's been very impressive this yeah. year. Yeah, hopefully he's uh, he's all good. If not by this week, then uh, come Colorado, and that's a it's. I feel like Arizona, and honestly, the past few years has had a a pretty luxurious Mm -hmm. um, running back room. You know, there's been a lot of options. And, uh, you know, between uh, Gary Brightwell, you know, we've had just the good, um, you know, combination of, you know, athletic, speedy, shifty guys, and then some good third down backs. And I think um, Speedy Luke is going to work out. Well, He's already working out well as as a freshman. And then Coleman with Michael Wiley. I mean, those three guys have just been, awesome to watch this year you know
0: what's funny too about the the entire asu situation is you might wonder and it might be difficult for asu to get a legitimately good coach i'm going to explain why and not some and it's for a variety of reasons but i also want to tell you about game time it's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score deals for tickets, concerts, whatever you, uh, uh, at the last second, if you're a procrastinator, then this is the place for you. We had a guy in the post game show say that he was able to get the tickets because of game time. We're here to help you. That's what we want to do for you. And you can save up to 60% on the tickets as well. When you buy them again, great for you procrastinators. If you love PHNX, you love game day. The best way to support us is buying your tickets through the link in the description. Okay. ASU. Let's just say that you're a free, you're a coach on the free market, or that you're a coach at a really good spot. An ASU comes to you, and they're like, "Yeah, we want you to come here uh, for a variety of reasons. We want you to be able to back or to beat the A. We want you to be able to uh, put together a you know a successful program. If you have no clue what your sanctions, uh, the sanctions are that are coming down, why in the world would you take that? Because again, it seems like if I know at least what the sanctions are, cool." But it doesn't feel like the NCAA is time close to telling ASU what they're going to be doing with them.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it the oh, sort of jokes. Well, I mean, not jokes, but, you know, I, I, I feel like I've just been seeing names tossed around uh, like Urban Meyer and oh, just kind of guys that have like character issues every one of the character
0: it, issue, we're throwing at ASU yeah it's
1: like last chance you but for <laughs> instead of for the players it's for the the coach and it it just doesn't make at least i wouldn't be if you know if arizona football had their head coaching position i wouldn't root um for somebody like that now i don't believe that uh, you know a guy like urban myers should just never be employable again but what was but it, you like six root months for ago? i get it yeah, well, it was like six months ago that uh, yeah. all the he's drama cu- and he's, everything. He's happened.
0: kicking players on the team and whatnot. Yeah, right?
1: where, where it's like, all right, I mean, I you know, not forever, but maybe give this guy a little bit of time to learn. I mean, he went back to to Fox and and Nebraska wants him now, and you know, I, I get wanting the wins on on the football field, but I mean, just ethically, it's kind mm-hmm. of like th- th- these people are going to be shaping the minds and mm-hmm. leading um a group of, of young uh, You're student supposed to students leaders of
0: men and you, yeah, Urban so meyer does not strike me as a leader of young men.
1: Exactly. I mean sure he might get you some wins, but then if there's a, another controversy or if he continues with you know the practices that he had in Jacksonville right and and whatnot, obviously it's a different situation and with a pro team to a college team. But so I I don't know. I, I could see the desire for the wins, but that one just seems weird. And again, if this was like a, even like a year or two two years or uh, whatever down the line, I might understand. or people saying John Gruden? I don't know if that was legitimate. John yeah, I don't know if that was legitimate, but it's like, uh, I don't know if that's, or, you know, really the line you should cross. But yeah, Arizona State's definitely in a tough situation. I mean, I think – one of the good routes with the name being tossed around the offensive coordinator of Oregon or another coordinator kind of trying Mm -hmm. to get their foot in the door, their first opportunity there. How about Um, Kevin
0: Sumlin? Would you be opposed to Kevin Sumlin getting the ASU job, Brody?
1: You know, I think that would be a great move for Arizona state. You know, I, I think that would lead them into prosperity. Um, And I I mean, you can't dispute it. No, listen, if
0: you're on the AZ Wildcats podcast and you're saying, man, who would they hire? We're going to go on there and try to find that one out. Here's what Kevin Sumlin can bring to you. He's been at one point he's collected paychecks from like four different schools. Um, He's uh, he's been a professional coach now. He's probably ready to get back into the college game. He knows the state. He knows the 70 to 7 debacle. Why not put him on that side and just see what he can
1: do? Hey, he's a part of the uh, Nick Saban coaching tree after his stint as an analyst at uh, Alabama after he left Tucson, right? I love it, I I think that says a lot right there.
0: Yeah, For sure. Mm -hmm. Um, By the way, uh, Jesus, VAZ, totally agree with you. We need earlier starts. Um, Now, for for the young bucks like, uh, you know, the big dog… Ali, who might be watching, it's totally cool. But when you got the old-timers like me, it's like, oh, come on, man. We need to have something a little bit sooner than that. But it would be nice to not have eight. And it's I agree.
1: I agree. Don't, I don't love the 8 o'clock um, kickoffs either. But I, I just announced the uh, Colorado game, the next home game for Arizona, is going to be at 6.30. So that's right. a, a pretty reasonable kickoff time, I think. 6.30
0: is so much different than 8.00. You know what? Maybe we're making movements in the office right there just by the strength of the AZ Wildcats podcast and the code word PHNX. It's hard to really know. Um, Brody, I was going to ask you, because I didn't want to do a short uh, change here. Can I get you on next week and we can have a full thing on Arizona women's basketball? Sounds good. All right. Everybody out there, awesome interactions as always. Um, you guys are all the best. Appreciate all of you. Um, Brody, I uh, have. First of all, love your jersey setup. By the way, which is that Raptors one behind you? Who's who is that? Oh,
1: that's me. That's me. Oh. Me oh, it's and my uh, me and my roommates in college. We all um, alleged are we not an authorized jersey? The the Raptors one. We just found a website that customizes NBA jerseys, and we all got our favorite uh, favorite teams, and we hung them up in the Raptors of our our college house. Right. So. Uh, we each did a personalized ones for our, for ourselves. So now that, that one's mine. Well, that's the
0: great thing about the AZ Wildcats podcast. It all stays between friends. Nobody will know. So, Absolutely. All right. All right, Brody. As always, I appreciate you, my man.
1: I appreciate you, Mike. Thanks for having me on. All
0: right, everybody. We'll be back with you tomorrow. William Brad Alice, you've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.